Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting on episode 3 of Tomo-chan is a Girl. If you'd like to watch along, then start watching now. So last we left off, Jun just sort of casually revealed that he and Misuzu dated. And it seems like this is a bit of a revelation for Tomo. And not an entirely welcome one. You know, it's not like it's a big issue on its own, but I guess the idea that they sort of left her out is worrying. So, I can't help but feel that perhaps Tomo is assuming malice where stupidity might be the better explanation here. At least on Jun's part, you know, he doesn't seem all that conniving, but Misuzu, she certainly is conniving, although she has the reasonable excuse that she didn't know Tomo was interested, so, you know, it's not really a transgression. I mean, I guess it does make sense on her part that she's not really proud of that, you know, it being like a middle school relationship. I mean, by her own admission, it even only lasted three days, which... I mean, I guess you count it if you have nothing else to go off of, but... You know, I don't think it's unreasonable to discount something like that altogether. And based on how it's being depicted here, you know, it doesn't really seem like there is any substance behind any of it. You know, Misuzu was just doing it to sort of, I guess, get a leg up socially. Yeah, this does seem like clumsy and middle school-ish to a degree, you know. Misuzu just automatically agrees to go on this cycling date, and, you know, cycling, 
I feel like that's not really a romantic activity unless both people involved are, you know, dedicated cyclists. And I guess Jun had something reasonable in mind, you know, bike and get a nice view of nature. But on the other hand, I feel like biking isn't exactly conducive to a date. Especially if you want to get to know your date, you know. Talking and cycling aren't... There aren't really two things that go all that well together. I guess it makes sense that after such a sort of lackluster date that Misuzu would be unwilling to continue going out with him. Although it is funny enough that Jun actually sort of made the first move. I mean, I feel like that's got to be a bit of a blow to her ego, even if she did have the same idea. Man, you know, Tomo's right, that does sort of put a lot of things into perspective, seeing as how they don't really get along, you know? It's not just the animosity between a couple that didn't work out, you know? Misuzu treats this as a stain on her honor that she was dumped rather than being the person who did the dumping. So nevertheless, in these three days, you know, Misuzu, like, she and Jin were calling each other by their first names and holding hands, like, Obviously, that they would have something like this in an anime, uncensored on broadcast television, like, shame on the studio, honestly, but, you know, that's a pretty high bar for Tomo to overcome. I mean, like, we all saw it, they were just holding hands barehanded and everything. Kids these days, man. So, I'm wondering if Misuzu's maybe playing another angle here. It seems like she's sort of teasing Jin a little bit, like, you know, right after we broke up, you and Tomo became really good friends. And, you know, it's like they were friends before, but it seems like things really solidified. You know, I could sort of see where Tomo's coming from here if this was essentially a secret that all her friends knew. Well, not that it was necessarily a secret, but she was the only person who didn't know. You know, that's not a fun position to be in, even if there was no sort of foul play or subterfuge going on. So now, Misaki from the Karate Club, he's taking the opportunity to talk to Tomo, and it seems like Jin doesn't really know anything about their relationship, so naturally, I can only assume he would jump to the worst possible conclusion. I mean, he says it was just a reflex to smack him over the head, but, uh... Yeah, you know, I think that speaks towards some of his, uh, 
his worst impulses here to just sort of uh, automatically resort to violence and violate the non-aggression principle. I mean, at the very least, he has Tomo sort of acting as an arbitrator to put him in a headlock when he steps out of line, but... You know, I'm noticing a pattern here where he does seem to sort of immediately resort to physical violence. I mean, I guess if for no other reason than the safety of the public at large, Tomo should probably just, uh, jump on that grenade, so to speak. So this is an interesting wrinkle in their ongoing dynamic. You know, Tomo's hanging out with Carol and Misuzu, and as a result, you know, they're not walking home. And while Jun seems kind of disappointed, he's not really being assuaged by Tomo's promises that, you know, oh, we'll walk home tomorrow. I mean, I can kind of get where he's coming from. This is uh, a cherished routine, after all, you know, walking home with your best bro. So Tomo sort of threatened him to make good with Misaki. Somehow I feel like this isn't going to go as planned. You know, Tomo made it pretty clear to him, you know, you better straighten things out or else. But, you know, obviously Misaki doesn't want anything to do with him. Who can blame the guy? But seeing as how they have to ride the same bus, you know... He's sort of like a captive audience here. He can't really get away. I mean, I guess, at the very least, you know, they seem to have some common ground in that Tomo is able to beat both of them up. Misaki's a little incredulous, seeing as though he's heard Tomo sort of expressed the opposite, you know, June could beat me up, but... You know, it's interesting how their relationship just involves punching each other a lot and how that's sort of just normal for them. I mean, I guess June's making a bit of a rational argument here, you know. When Tomo beats on him, she's not playing around, so, you know... You can't exactly put on the kid gloves, but at the same time, y you can't just go full Chris Brown on her for obvious reasons. You know, June's kind of in a difficult position, I'd imagine. Now, unfortunately, Jin did divulge a lot of interesting information, but, you know, Misaki's gonna have to keep it to himself or else. And I feel like, you know, maybe he's going to let something slip here. Even if it's just, you know, Jin threatened me with bodily harm again.
Okay, so it would seem as though Jin's just sort of like this to all guys that Tomo tries to introduce him to. You know, I think she's trying to uh, find him friends a little too eagerly, you know. It's not that he doesn't want to be friends with people, it's that he sees them more as competition, I'd imagine. Oh dear, here we go. You know, Misaki was in all likelihood about to blab. Surely this would have caused trouble, but... Jin managed to intervene and do so surreptitiously enough to prevent violence from breaking out. I mean, that's progress. So it seems like those girls from before are sort of, uh... Gossiping a little bit, you know. It would behoove them to perhaps look over their shoulder before they start talking smack. You know, unfortunately, it seems like they just can't win with Tomo, you know. It's weird when she wears a skirt. I guess it's weird when she wears pants, too. You know, no winning for her. I wonder if those two girls are going to become recurring characters. You know, this is the second time they've shown up and they haven't really been too important as to the plot. I think they'd be interesting as kind of like occasional verbal punching bags. So, Masuz is dropping some knowledge here, you know. You have to spend time with Jin, but you can't always do the same sort of, like, sports-related things you always do. You know, maybe try going for karaoke or going to the mall and shopping, something like that. And, you know, obviously it's going to be a bit strange. And personally, I think it'd be a bit strange, too. You know, I don't really go to the mall. I definitely don't sing in public. But, I don't know, bringing a friend that you want to be romantically involved with, I think that would add another layer to it. Nevertheless, Tomo's taking up her friend's advice, and it seems to be the correct approach. Alright, so Big Brain Masuzu here, you know, you can't think of it as a date. Or rather, you have to think of it as a date, you can't think of it as hanging out, you know. If you change your mindset, the outcome will change in accordance with that as you work towards different goals. So... It seems as though Carol, in her sort of simplistic way, is offering help as well. You know, Tomo, surely you must be joking if you're saying you're going to wear boys' clothes to a date. You know, you have to wear something more girly. Now that said, you know, you can't just go 0 to 60. You have to 
take a bit of a a slow approach here, but uh Yeah, uh, you know, Carol there's not a lot going on upstairs, but she certainly has a firm grasp on the truth. And it seems like she has an inherent sense of fashion that, you know, like, don't wear this color, this color would be better, and all that. You know, in a weird sort of way, Carol and Misuzu are a potent and terrifying team that they both... They both add something, and they're both effectual in the thing they're trying to achieve. I mean, at this point, you know, only Tomo can snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, with Misuzu and Carol sort of prepping her up. I mean, even she realizes that they're an unfortunately powerful team. You know, that is an interesting outfit, thinking about it, and... I don't know, those are like a weird, like, really baggy-legged pants or something. Sort of like a weird cross between pants and a dress. Yeah, you know, that's very interesting. That would not be, like, the logical first step in my mind, but... I don't know. I'm not particularly fashion-conscious. So it seems like Tomo is almost discounting advice and that they're just sort of um, going to the batting cage and bowling and all that. You know, I guess baby steps, I guess. Tomo did wear a different outfit, but I don't know. If nothing else, the two of them seem to be having fun, and I guess that's half the battle, really. Of course... Tomo is now finally heeding her friend's advice, you know. We can't just do what we always do. We have to do something different. It seems like it's almost backfiring on her, you know. She suggested it, he agreed, and she assumed that he wouldn't go along with it. You know, it's interesting how the little angel and devil on her shoulder are both Misuzu and Carol, but they're also sort of giving her the same advice. You know, it's an interesting dynamic where, you know, no matter who you're trying to get advice from, they all tell you the same thing and you're still hesitant to do it. So this is an interesting little bit of perspective. Way back in the day when they were kids, Jun didn't really like doing all the stuff that Tomo did, but he just sort of did it because she was his friend. And, you know, that's sort of what he's doing right now, too, in a sense.
you know, I'm almost wondering if this song she's singing is sort of like a children's song or something. But she hasn't noticed that Jin is surreptitiously filming her. That's going to be blackmail material for years to come. Like, that's not going away. That's going right up on the internet immediately. Oh dear. You know, I, I can almost imagine that this might be sort of like something for Jun and Misuzu to uh, kind of agree on here. That they can, you know, come together to tease Tomo about something like this. I mean, obviously Tomo's embarrassed, but, you know, the whole thing isn't a total loss when you think about it. Because I guess, if nothing else, Jun is feeling a little guilty. But... I don't know, Misuzu and Carol certainly seem to want to watch the video. Alright, so you know, if nothing else, that whole thing planted the seed in Jun's mind that something's going on here. So it seems like this whole idea of going to sing karaoke wasn't just a suggestion for Tomo. You know, Misuzu wanted to bring Tomo and Carol along just to do it, you know. If only to show Tomo, like, what you're really supposed to do. You know, it's interesting that there's a wide variety of songs they're singing, but... You know, Tomo really can't escape the stigma of singing children's songs. Alright, well that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. See you, Space Cowboy.